The Tiny Podcast is a Better Manchester initiative. Visit www.bettermanchester.com slash subscribe to learn more. When you subscribe to Better Manchester, you'll have full access to captivating featured stories, uplifting ideas, and helpful community updates. We hope you subscribe and join us in this next evolution of hashtag Better Manchester. Connect on any device at any time to Better Manchester today. Better Manchester. Connecting communities. Greatness of a community is most accurately measured by the compassionate actions of its members, a heart of grace, and a soul generated by love. Coretta Scott King Community is a word we use a lot. We say it when speaking of a group of people who share the same interests and goals. The sports community, the restaurant community, it can be labeled to any sect of interest or design. In Manchester, however, Our community is all-encompassing, and there are people who are working to make sure that everyone feels that way. One of those people I had the pleasure of speaking with is Calvin Harris, one of the recreation supervisors here in Manchester's Department of Leisure, Family, and Recreation. As always, I'm your host, Ryan Ward, and welcome to the Tiny Podcast. Perfect. All right. Thank you for being here, Calvin, again. So, Calvin, how long have you been working with the Department of Leisure, Family, and Recreation? I'm in my 18th year. Wow. It's been some time. Um, I've enjoyed every year that I've been here. I've learned. I've grown. I've developed. I just appreciate being able to have a place where I feel comfortable. I feel accepted. You know, Department of Leisure, Family, and Recreation has allowed me to do that. Mm. And what has what your role been, or what have your roles been in that time? first probably 10 years, I was second supervisor. So I oversaw all of the nightly programming classes, mm-hmm. activities that might happen at any of our facilities. Mm-hmm. My main focus was I was the supervisor at Mahoney Recreation Center. Okay. In that building, that facility, um, I oversaw youth basketball, mm-hmm. youth tennis, indoor tennis, youth indoor soccer, drop in gym it was a ton and a, a nice safe place that you could go yeah and that's uh kind of the space that i wanted to create you know again if you were five six seven eight years old you could go there and there was something to do for you because there's a game room there's different outlets not just yeah. sports which was great um accessible exactly yeah and uh we you know if, if you're not familiar with mahoney mm. uh it's it's a neighborhood facility meaning you know there's a neighborhood that surrounds that facility which is great because those families and those kids that need that outlet for somewhere to go and can't drive they would just walk over to the recreation center and it's a it's it's it's, was popular then it's even popular now even more popular a big part of what i did as, as well was summer camp very large unique program in the fact that you know we had over 600 kids that came to our camps we had over six sites. Uh, we had over 65 part-timers um, that worked for us. A lot of great young men and women who were directors, counselors uh, for us. I have since, again, have been promoted. So now my job duties, is a lot of, it's a lot more um, facilitating mm-hmm. or overseeing scheduling. I take care of all the field permitting for 
you know, the different fields, ball fields, football fields, mm-hmm. soccer fields that we have in town. I plan and, and, and I spearhead a lot of special events that we have, Juneteenth being one yeah. of them. In the role I am now, a lot of my work is just for thinking mm. and kind of to help our community. I don't really think understanding is the word, just what they have here and not just with our department and our division, mm. but just as a community as a whole, right? Um, yeah. We had just talked about a couple of different guests that you've had and what they do, and, and we're kind of unaware of, of, of some of these outlets that we have and some of these special people that we have in our community. Yeah. Um, so. One, I, that's why I think this this is great because yeah. um, people are going to understand that and learn that, um, that they do have these different, you know, programs, activities, special people that are doing great work. Yeah, so I'm, I'm at a place right now where I, I like to educate. I like to have these different kind of conversations that I think are necessary, but we mm. necessarily don't have them. Yeah. If that makes sense, I, I show support to our supervisors and I have a hand in a lot of the different programs. I also still oversee... Uh, youth sports, so mm-hmm. I oversee basketball, tennis, and soccer, and then we help run a very large adult program, which, you know, in our softball league, you know, we have over, I think, 65 teams, which is very unique in the fact that, yes, there's softball, rec softball that yeah. happens all over Connecticut, all over New England, but the fact is that it's town run, meaning our division, recreation runs softball is very unique because it's typically like a board yeah that kind of runs softball so there's a president vice president chairs and all that mm-hmm. that kind of make the rules and they take care of all that obviously they work with the town and collaborate for the field right but softball in Manchester is recreation hmm. division we hire the umpires we hire the staff yeah. we take care of the fields we do all the scheduling um, they register through us. It's more direct. It's very direct. And it's nice because um, with such a large program, we have a nice hand, right, mm-hmm. on what's happening. And that's important just because, you know, again, with such a large program, we want to be able to control the ins and outs of it. Yeah. We run, you know, a 12-team adult basketball league, which is great as well. Um, and then we run, which is also unique, is a very large volleyball program. Oh, cool. Which I, I would say a lot of our community members don't know. Yeah, but, I didn't uh, know about yeah, that. So, yeah, so um, I would say in adult sports, volleyball, softball, and basketball, it doesn't matter if you're a male or a female. It doesn't matter what kind of ability you have as far as playing in any of those sports. There's a place for you to play. There's advanced play, mm-hmm. and when I say advanced, like if you go to an A-League volleyball um, game at um, Leisure Labs, you're going to see some hard-hitting, very athletic women and men that play, that had played either collegiately or professionally, and now they're playing at this level, but then you know you lower down to like, we have co-ed leagues that are just there to exercise, have fun, hang out, and that's nice because, again, it's an outlet for all. That's what I'm doing now, and it, it, it's it's been a not even a long journey, it's been a very enjoyable journey. Yeah. And I will continue this, and I will continue this work until, you know, I'm no longer able to do it. Yeah. During your time working for Manchester, what are some positive things that you've accomplished? Yeah, and, and, and that question, I've never been asked that question. What have I accomplished? 
you know, I'm, I'm sure there's things that I'm, I'm, I'm going to miss and I'm going to get back in my car and think about them. I can already think of one, yeah. and, I, and I'll tell you my experience with you, Calvin, and I, I, I try to remove my personal, <laughs> personal from this, but uh, when we did retcon yeah. and you were just there in front of all of these young adults yeah. who we were getting trained, and your energy and the way that you moved everybody and you you held that day down and got everybody to where they needed to go, yeah. that was a big moving part. Thi- and, and just that alone, to me, was an accomplishment seeing what you you able just to, to communicate with these people, right. with all these young adults. That was an accomplishment. Yeah, and, and I appreciate that. I mean, um, I, just thinking back and just um, kind of going off uh, – you know the accomplishment that you saw in me I appreciate that that definitely has taken some time and some effort and, and just some education from you know and I'll just name a few that I, I've really looked up to in my time here and that's you know uh, Liz Tracy and, and Kathy McGuire and mm-hmm. Rob Topliff and Scott Garman and Chris Silver you know um, just to name a few but they have helped me grow and put me in a position where I do feel comfortable and I feel like my place is in front of young adults, right? And I, and I like, and so that, that day at Retcon, and you talk about my accomplishments, is, is I do, I like to move people. And I, I think one of my accomplishments is, is just doing that. Yeah. Um, just in, in general and, and every day that I, I kind of come to work um, is to put a smile on someone's face or just to maybe um, have them educate me or um, me educate them. You know, I would say 90% of my work is having a conversation and that open dialogue. A lot of my accomplishments come from that. It's just really like, like learning the process and taking from what my mentors have taught me or what they have done or what they're still doing and kind of taking that in consideration and then putting a little twist of my own on it, right? I think we were very, very successful in running camps, um, which is a huge accomplishment because, like I said, when you're dealing with over 600 campers, yeah. you have a lot of families that are thinking, like, I just want my son, my daughter, my aunt, my, my niece, my nephew, my grandson, my granddaughter to come home safe, having a good time. And, you know, we, we do that and yeah. we're still doing that. Where our adult sports are right now, um, again, Manchester Recreation has always been a staple in adult sports. I think we're putting a little bit more of a twist on it mm-hmm. where we're adding additions and we're doing different things as far as, for example, is just like adding like a home run derby to our softball yeah. or like a one pitch a day uh, tournament or for like basketball, we want to start doing like a three point con, just like little yeah. things like that because I think we forget sometimes that, you know, um, we're, we're talking about our adults in our community. It, it's very important for me to, um, uh, again, give as much effort as I do in other categories, aspects of my work to my adult sports because, you know, adults like to hear good things about themselves too, right? Yeah. So if you're playing softball or volleyball and it's like your player of the week or, um, you know, Ryan Ward went, you know, three for three. Yeah. You know, that feels yeah. good to you, right? Like, yeah, you're, you're of course. And, you, and so we're putting that stuff up on social media. And so now that's, this is different. And so this is an accomplishment. And it's, again, about bringing in the right pe- people to, to do so. You know, our youth sports have always been strong and they're continuing to be strong. And I'm, I'm very pleased and happy that we continue to put out a product in our youth sports where we get enough registration from our community where we don't have to go out and play different towns. Yeah. You know, everything's in house. So when you, t- when, so that's very unique. And, and so that's an accomplishment itself. Yeah. Is where, you know, in 2022, for rec basketball, soccer, 
you know, we are still playing in-house, meaning we're kids that are registering, they're playing against other kids that they know. They're not going to surrounding towns. They get to play right here, and parents appreciate that too, right? We're so busy in life, it's yeah. hard to get out and go different places. Yeah, I, I think, you know, other accomplishments are, are just, just having an understanding and believing in the work that I'm doing and the work that our department is doing. It's very easy on any given day to say, you know what, let me just throw my hands up and I'm good. I'm just gonna kind of follow what everybody else is doing. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I like to think of an accomplishment as, as kind of just keep going. Yeah. Fight the good fight. Yeah. You know? So it, it's tough, Ryan. When you ask me about accomplishments, it's, it's... You say it's tough, but you just gave me an entire yeah. <laughs> list of things that not only you and the department have done, yeah. but the, the community is also participating in. It, it's sometimes difficult to see the accomplishments, right? but the list could continue to go on. There's another program. I'd love to learn more about the Oak Sea Together We Tea program. Is that correct? How you are correct in saying um, that. Can you tell me just more about that and how it got started even? Yeah, so... This is a, a program that is now in its second year. It's a, a six-week program that happens on Wednesday evenings at the Manchester Country Club. And actually, uh, I was brought in on this by Chris Silver mm. because he was approached by two members of the Manchester Country Club. And, and, I, and again, I want to I want to speak freely here because yeah. I, I feel like this is important because of our community and how successful we are being in the equity, diversity, and inclusion kind of um, realm. Two gentlemen that are a part of the Manchester Country Club, black and white, really good friends, bring this idea of, we want to start something for youth. We don't know what, we know we want it to be, you know, with, with golf, and we want to open the eyes of our community and help people understand that golf is a sport for all, mm -hmm. and um, a golf should welcome all, mm -hmm. and the Manchester Country Club wants to be a part of that. Yeah, yeah. I know there was a concept, something like, I want to say out like maybe in Chicago. Okay. The idea came from another program that was happening. Yeah, yeah. You know, and so when this idea came to Chris, you know, it was, it was, it was great because this team kind of formed very quickly, mm. and before you knew it, you had about six, seven of us sitting around a table kind of figuring out what this program might look like. The program is catered to black and brown ch children and their families, mm -hmm. but not limited. Okay, yeah. Okay, and I think that's important for people to understand that and know that. That yes, we are reaching out and our intentions are to bring black and brown families into this program. These are families that traditionally Aren't aren't accepted or are, haven't been Correct. haven't been have accessed access to right. to these you know to the country clubs to right. to golf maybe don't know about exactly. golf right okay so when you when you think and I think that's important because when you think of golf you know and out if you're black white you think of Tiger Woods yeah right right but Tiger Woods is you know he's not like I reach out and touch you right for for a lot of us right. But when you bring 10 black families into this program, now you're looking over and saying, hey, that person looks like me. Mm. And that's important for any of us. Yeah. And so when you bring that to the golf course and you're seeing that, and I was a part of it with my son last year, it felt really good yeah. um, because 20 people that looked just like me wanted an understanding and an education on golf. You know, we're very proud of the program. You know, I have to give big, big and high respects to Jordan Goslin and um, or Gosler and what he does. Mm -hmm. He's the director of, 
you know, the Manchester Country Club, um, and he definitely puts a lot of effort into the program. Mm. Meaning he gets, he's he's out there every Wednesday night teaching. He has, I think, two or three other golf pros with him, and then he has some facil- facilitators that are like rounding out the rest of the staff. Wow! And so, you know, it's it's been nothing but positivity. I know from the first year there are probably three or four families that still continue to golf. Yeah. Um, which is great. Yeah. The program sets up for you know the participants, or I should say, the kids to get golf clubs, golf shoes swag just big big respects and love the fact that jordan and his crew are doing what they do yeah marty shea and peter harris for the two gentlemen who kind of brought the program to us so they're kind of like the founding fathers yeah yeah um, but and again that's important that's a black male and a white male coming together and saying this is important for us to do yeah talk about accomplishments it's not my accomplishment but it's a program that I enjoy being a part of. Yeah. And um, it's a program that will continue and grow and will help us um, as a community feel that no matter what the color of your skin is, it's important that you feel welcome no matter what you're doing or where you're going to be at. What are some barriers that you have encountered in your career or that you are seeing now? Right. You know, it's interesting because for the first time in all my years working here, we just have now, in the past four months, mm. brought on another African-American, right? And so I had always felt very shielded or like had a, mm. a like kind of had a, a wall up, mm. even with the people that I worked with. Yeah, yeah. Um, just because, again, they didn't look like me. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my dialogue and my conversation was a little different. Mm. How I was brought up was a little different. And again, I, I, I love everybody I work with. Yeah. But it was it, it was for quite some time that I, I kind of just stayed to myself. You know, I still did the good work that I needed to do. I just didn't feel like I was myself, you know? Yeah. Um, so that, had, that has all changed in probably the past five years where I feel, and, and again, when you talk about obstacles, those are, those are obstacles that it wasn't, they weren't just, that I was seeing, it was just, they weren't talked about. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the critical like issues that, you know, as far as equitable, being equitable and, and, and including marginalized groups, um, you know, you just, you didn't see that it, on, on any level. I mean, yeah. you talk about our board director, our elect officials, you know, you didn't see that there. Yeah. So, um, or, you know, just again, talking in, in my own self is, is it, when you go to these different department meetings or different division meetings, you just didn't see many people that look like you. So you kind of would stay quiet. So, so that was definitely an obstacle, you know. Um, but but now I, with the work that is being done, I would say again in the past like four years, and having a supervisor in Chris Silver, like leading the charge, I feel very open. I feel like I can be authentic. I can feel like I can be honest. People are accepting me for who I am, you know. Um, and, and, and that's important because you know, the body of work that I, I have put in, it kind of showcases and, 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 and oversteps my appearance. So, and, and which is, I'm not saying it's bad, but like if, if you were to see me and you didn't know me, you'd be like, yeah, he's not a professional, like just mm-hmm. the way, it, but people accept me for who I am and, it, it, it's, and, and they enjoy, I think, working with our division because we're set up that way, right? We're so authentic and we're very honest and we're very open. Mm-hmm. 
And so those obstacles and those barriers are kind of breaking down for me. I mean, there's still work to be done. I think what I know now, just again, bringing another African-American on as a full-time person, you know, I, I, I feel I'm even a more of a vibe, yeah. you know, because now I look and I'm like, hey, yeah. I look like, you know, we look like, <laughs> you know, and that's, in, I, that's important. And then, again, it's, these are these hard conversations that I, I think people don't like to have um, or just kind of shy away. Yeah. You know, I, I think that in order to, to, to get over these obstacles and, 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 and remove these barriers, we have to have these conversations. Some of the barriers, obstacles I've seen coming up is just not feeling like I was a part of something, you know, yeah. as far as my professional life and my yeah. professional world and what I did, you know, so that is something that I, I definitely, I, I know is changing. I, um, I have conversations with many different people throughout the day and, and, and it's just a pleasant conversation. I enjoy coming to work. Yeah. Um, you know, I don't care if you're upper management, part-time, what, camp count, it doesn't, I just enjoy talking to everyone and just seeing how they're doing because um, it just puts a smile on my face. I think another obstacle that we're dealing with right now, the working world for our young adults, is it's lacking, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, and that could be a bunch of different reasons, right? Like a lot, you know, social media, mm-hmm. you know, or um, maybe you want to be a, a, a coder or, or you want to be a gamer there's or you want to be an influencer right yeah, yeah. so you're thinking now in your head like eh, I don't really need to work summer camp or be a lifeguard or do part-time work for rec, rec on the run because you know I'm gonna be the next influencer mm. and I, I feel like you know and and, and and that's great you know um, and I would never knock a, a young person's hustle or a young person's thought or belief yeah. or dream or goals um, but I, I see that, you know, in where the saw out being a camp counselor is no more. Like, it's right. like people are just like, yeah, it is what it is. So now you're struggling to get those. Or to be a coach for basketball or a ref for basketball or to run, like, indoor soccer. Yeah. It's funny because, like, I mean, and I want to say pre-COVID. Yeah, yeah. Those positions, everybody was fighting to get one of those positions. Yeah. Now it's like, it, it is what I'll, I'll figure it out. Yeah. And so I, I think we, you know, that, that, that's a struggle that we deal with. I, I think it's a barrier that we're dealing with right now. Yeah. That's a difficult, that's a difficult one. That's just a having, hard one. Yeah, just having young adults want to work, you yeah. know? And, 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 and it'd be nice to, like, you have the same kind of conversation with, you know, like a 16 or 17-year-old camp counselor. Yeah. You know, bring them in and get their thoughts on, like, yeah. what they view work to be or, you know, if they were able to, you know, be a camp counselor or a use a YouTube superstar. What would they? You know, what I mean. Yeah. Like, what would you rather do? Would you yeah, rather that's do? a great. Yeah. It'd be it'd be interesting to get their perspective. So I don't want to speak on why. Yeah. But I know it's definitely a, a, a problem. That's a really no. Yeah. I I appreciate that. That's definitely a um, perspective that is new. I think in the past, like you said, maybe three or four years, where that is an option. Before, before it was get out of the basement. Mm. What are you doing? Get stop playing video. Get outside and play. Yeah. And now it's like, did you upload your YouTube videos? Because right. that's your job that's now. Your job. Yeah, that's a really good. Yeah. That's a really good juxtaposition. It's something that I I think people don't consider. Right. And I really do appreciate as well that you also said, 
you know, you know, not trying to yuck anybody's yum, you know, or stop anybody's mm-hmm. hustle. Stop any, If if somebody is dedicated to that and they want, that's what they want their path to be. Absolutely more power. You know, like I want people to do what they want, but it does for what we do, which is the business of people <laughs> interacting with people, getting the community together. Social media, things like that, could make it difficult. So I, I appreciate yes. you bringing that up. Last question. What is something that you would like to see in the future of the Department of LFR? Setting up our facilities in a way where, again, all feel welcome. Mm. And, 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 I, and I'll, I'll give you two different points here, or two different reasons why I feel that way. Yeah. So the work that is being done over at Leisure Labs at Mahoney is a facility that's going to be set up for grassroots programming to happen or grassroots organizations to meet and gather and have some space where they feel like it's theirs. There's these different labs that we have, rooms that are being set up for different kind of programming other than your sports. Mm. Now we get to touch on art mm. and music and dance and coding mm. and video and gaming. That's important because, again, when we talk about being equitable and including everyone, you can't just say it, you, you kind of have to build it, Yeah. right? And so I think Leisure Labs is setting itself up to do that in a way that we, we don't necessarily do that right now in our department. I would talk about the Youth Service Bureau and what they are doing over there and just the direction and the leadership that's happening, mm. again, to make you feel as a young person that you have an outlet, you have a safe place to go. Yeah. The work that's being done there is tremendous. I would, again, go on the side of Office of Neighborhood and Families and the, the farmer's market and the um, garden beds that are happening over there. Mm. there. There's just so much and so dynamic happenings in our department that you can't say the future of our department is not bright. Yeah. Because we're setting ourselves up to be successful. And Ryan, again, I, I know I have spoken to you over email and, mm-hmm. and just about the work that you're even doing now, you know, and, and Nico. I think this is necessary because, again, it's another outlet for us to voice our thoughts, our beliefs, our ideas, our goals, and to talk up the great place that we live in in the town of Manchester, in the community. I just will continue to do the work that I know that. I'm here to do mm-hmm. and feel very confident in the fact that you know we have the right people in place. I know that our community is has a great understanding of different cultures, different races, different beliefs, mm-hmm. different sexual orientations. Like our community understands that and it's very evident in our parks, in our different departments, in our stores or just having general conversation with people. And so I would say if you feel that you still need to be in that space where you won't let your mind be educated mm-hmm. or you won't let your mind explore, mm-hmm. then you're in the minority now. Yeah. And you're going to let be left behind because our community is forward thinking. Yeah. And we're on the belief of and the thought process of we are all equal. And you know what? We should have different special events. We should have different programs for different cultures, different races. We are 
doing what we need to be doing as a department that lets people feel safe, feel comfortable, and feel accepted. Yeah. One of the trainings that I went through in a diverse equity and inclusion training, if you feel a certain type of way or you feel like you can't speak your truth, that's only going to hold you back. And you're never going to get the answer that you are looking for or you're never going to get that insight of how another person's feeling or thinking. I think it's important for us to to let ourselves feel vulnerable and that's hard for us as a a society and as a human is um, because you have these emotions and as soon as you think you want it it's like uh, something pulls you back it's like don't do that don't talk that Mm -hmm. don't say that if we can get you and I to talk about those difficult subjects you making me feel and I hope I'm making you feel Mm -hmm. as like we're just having a conversation here you know and it shouldn't always be about what race we are or you know what we believe in. Yeah. Why can't it be just two people just sitting down and talking? And exactly. if we have a difference of opinion, then we don't need to shout. We don't need to get angry. We don't need to use like explicits. Yeah. We can just sit here and say, "Hey, man, all right, yeah." I, and I have these, and, and this is where I'm at right now in my life is I have these conversations, and it's like I don't necessarily maybe agree, and that's okay. Yeah. I just want to understand where you're coming from, and, and I want you to understand where I'm coming from, and it's gonna help me be a better person. Because the one thing I learned very early in, in my career was we are not all the same and you are going to deal with a bunch of different characters, mm-hmm. a diff- bunch of different skill sets, a, a bunch of different minds and thought processes. Mm-hmm. And so if you can't be open-minded and have that conversation where you're letting someone feel free and them feel safe that they can have a conversation yeah. with you, keep on learning and, and, and educating yourself. Yeah. I can tell you right now, I, I don't have I don't have all the answers and I'm still just learning myself. Mm. But what I do know is I welcome these conversations. And I love the town that I live in, I love the town that I work for, and I love the people that I work with. And again, that's, that's not just you know upper management, that's not full-time, that's not elected officials. That is people that I come across on a daily basis. I don't care, again, if it's a RLT. Yeah. I don't care if it's a lifeguard. That doesn't matter to me. I just like to have a conversation and talk. Most times I find it's positive. So that's where I'm at. That's yeah. where the work is. And, you know, and I'm excited to see the direction and where we are, are at in five years. Yeah. So. I just really appreciate all of your insight, Calvin. You know, you've been somebody that I've looked up to within, within the community. All of the supervisors so far have been just, you know, outstanding people who care mm-hmm. and who want the community to know that they care and want the community to know that they're there for them. You guys, you guys and gals and people all push that narrative. Mm-hmm. You push a narrative of, of that, come talk to me. Mm-hmm. We're open, open to our policy. Yeah. We're here. Don't feel left out. Come, come sit at the table. Absolutely amazing. Is there anything else that you wanted to share? Anything else that you wanted to say before we wrapped up? Yeah. I mean, um, if, and you probably edit this out. <laughs> if you if you don't get that special invite, I will call it, to sit in on this podcast, <laughs> you have to come over and check out <laughs> at least what they're doing over here. Because again, big kudos to you and Nico. Like this, and and I, Chris O'Brien, like this is phenomenal, man. Like this looks great. I love the fact that we have, it, again, in our own department, a place where you know you can be unique, be yourself, and you can spread your wings and say, hey. There's items, there's conversations that have to be had, and you're, you're, you're letting us do that. 
So I appreciate that, Ryan. Thanks, Count. Work, man. I I appreciate that. That was that was a very nice. Yeah. Thank you. I'm 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 lucky. I feel very lucky yeah. to get to have these conversations. Honestly, connecting with people is something that is special to this town, yeah. and it's special to me. It's special to you. It's special to everyone that I've talked to, and that doesn't happen often. It's very it. it's, it's it doesn't happen often. Thank you. Thank you so much yeah. for being on here, Calvin. For real, this is a great conversation. I'm so excited to edit this episode. But that's, that's going to do it for us, man. The Tiny Podcast is a production of Better Manchester, an initiative of the Town of Manchester, in collaboration with the Department of Leisure, Family, and Recreation. For more information on the Tiny Podcast, visit manchesterct.gov. Thanks for listening, and until next time, this is Ryan Ward signing off.